Hey guys, it's Melissa D, the creator of Noli Speaks, and you're tuning into No Let's Talk. Guys, this is actually the final episode of Let's Hear It From the Dads. And honestly, I'm having mixed emotions right now. <laughs> I don't want to leave. <laughs> But after this one, I'm going to have to go right now. No, I'm <laughs> But no, let's make room. Let's create space for this amazing interview that we're getting ready to have. I don't even like using the word interview because what typically happens when I meet with these amazing people is we just really have conversations. And I'm getting ready to have an amazing conversation with this man that I have the honor of calling my brother-in-law. I don't care if it, the wedding is in August. We're going to start right now. We got we got pre. We got, what's that called? Pre-party. What's that? Whatever it's called. We doing that. Okay. <laughs> we have the Mr. Amazing Reggie. What's going on, people? How y'all doing? How are you? I am blessed. Just absolutely blessed. All I day, see every that. day. I see that. Before we even started recording, I've been witnessing the blessing. I've been witnessing him living in his faith, him living in his authenticity, him living in his truth. And you know what's beautiful about being around those kind of people? That kind of energy just naturally rubs off on you. And I'm just grateful to just be in a company with this person. Facts, Along bro. with his amazing wife. So if you hear my beautiful niece... I'm not removing it from the recording. We have a family here, and we're going to honor that in honor of honor. Yes, honor is definitely going to let her her voice known that she's around us all the time. Right, Nunu? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, Reggie, I love starting the conversation with asking people, yes. especially before we get into parenting, right? Because we had a life before that, but... Who are you? When somebody asks you, who are you? What would you say? I am a driven man who has been determined to get to this point where I am right now. And my life before this, honestly, I never thought that I'd be here. But I drove myself to get to this point. I pushed myself to work hard. To, to show I'm dedicated to one incredible woman mm. and for God to point out that woman, for her to see me, that's hard. Wow. I don't know why, and I might butcher this scripture, but I feel like it was in Proverbs where it says, when a, good, uh, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Amen. Because honestly... When she came to me, I honestly felt I was lost. And she honestly helped me mold my life to where I was able to see it straight. And that meant so much to me because I kept seeing myself in different directions. She honestly cleared my thoughts from where I used to think. And she just like, straight path, just stay on it. In order for that to happen, how do you feel like you were positioned in your life? Because you know how sometimes we get so guarded 
Yeah. That we we might have somebody who has the capability of doing something like that. But we so guarded that we don't allow something like that to happen. What do you feel like like how do you feel like you were positioned for that to happen? Honestly, I felt like that when she was when she did present that to me, I did feel guarded, but in a sense like I felt like she was only doing that because she saw more for me than I saw for myself. And I say that only because a lot of times when when people address how they see me, I feel like they don't really know me for them to open or give opinions about how I should guide my life. But mm-hmm. I stopped and listened to her because I felt like who else would talk to me like this if not God? God spoke to me through her like son take mm-hmm. a seat now hold on holiday you can't give it dry like that you gotta make that shit. what you just say to me i said when i felt like she was guiding me to try and help me straighten out my life i honestly had to just sit back and just listen because i honestly felt like god was speaking through her to me because I am a stubborn person. A lot of times when I see one vision, I see one vision, I see straight. But a lot of times I felt like with my life, I was always in control of what my path should been. And a lot of times my path wasn't guiding me to where it needed me to be. But she came and she was like, hear me out, hear my point of view on this and let me help you guide you to where you want to be. Not me guide you to where I think you should be. Let me guide you to where you want to be. And honestly, it was God speaking through Marissa to me. For me to hear that and for me to acknowledge her, it was God. You know what's so amazing about you saying that for one, I'm making the connection of how much she's been embedded She's been wrapped, she's been loving, she's been in communication, she's been in relationship, she's been in partnership with God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just knowing the power of allowing God, allowing love to flow through you, but the power of allowing yourself to receive that, amen, bro. It was a lot, and trust me. Like I said before her, that's why I can't wait for your next segment, what you're going to do, talk about the the love connections. I can't wait to tell our story. But honestly, she has been such a huge impact on my life because I remember the cold nights, the hot summer days when I used to just walk through Manhattan. And that used to be my thing for peace of mind and clarity. And... When I couldn't find that clarity anymore is when she came into my life. Because it's like, that for me was my peace. Mm -hmm. Just walking and just trying to find peace of mind. It took for her to finally just say, hey, let's meet up and just talk. All of that went out the window. Her saying that to me was just solid. And I was like, 
Let's do it. Mm. 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 Man. <laughs> they said, when you ask who am I, I am a driven man. Amen. Amen. And she she saw my driven. She saw what I was trying to drive. And when I say before I even go in any depth of this interview on fatherhood, I need to take I need to take the time to thank two entities, God and Marissa. Honestly. And Ooh. I hold that wholeheartedly. I remember when I asked you, because I felt inspired to ask you if I could interview you mm -hmm. from fatherhood. Yeah. And I thought it was so dope that you felt so honored to share your story. And there was a reason why I felt so honored by your response. And I want to get into that. I was going to ask you, how did it feel for you to find out you were going to be a dad? <laughs> and you corrected me real quick. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. You corrected me real quick. Mm, mm, mm. I want to get into that. Because when you corrected me, for one, I had to hold my chest. Because between you and your wife, I was over it. <laughs> but that was ego. But my heart was like, wow. Well, I have three kids. Mm. Two biologically mine, one not mine biologically. But Jalen is my absolute first son, hands down. And I would say it to my dying day. I had to learn this boy for the simple fact that he was brought to me. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I say that because when me and Marissa got to know each other, yes, I knew of her having a child. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it ain't phased me not one bit or anything like that. I was more eager and intrigued to meet her son. When she felt the need to trust me and it got to the point where she trusted me to meet him, I was ecstatic. I was beyond ecstatic because I never thought in my life I would ever have a woman who has a child by another trust me enough to be around their kid, you know? So when I find when we moved in with each other, man, it was an adventure. It was like, it was fun every day. Like seeing all the things that he liked to do, like learning the shows he liked. And it's like, it was so funny. Like one of the shows every morning when I'd get up, and he be up before me and Marissa, he always watched Drake and Josh. <laughs> I actually loved that show back then in, on Nickelodeon. I'm like, this, this kid likes this show. I was like, all right, so a few times I get a bowl of cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, me and Jalen, get him his bowl, and we just sit there, just eat a bowl of cereal, and then Marissa will come out. Y'all ain't ready yet? Like, we about to get ready, babe, the episode about to be done, chill. And me and him would just sit there and watch the show. But the defining moment, what touched me, touched my heart in a way that nothing has 
ever touched me. Not even, not to say the birth of my first son wasn't a touching moment, but when this day happened, it just blew my mind. The day he decided to call me dad, just like threw me out the window. Cause he was just, I was just so used to him always calling me Reggie, like in his little high pitched voice at the time, because you know, he was still young. I've been with Jalen from the time he turned six. From the time he turned six to him now 14. So that that day, I remember that day. That is tattooed on my heart. It's tattooed on my mind and soul that this young man who is not of my blood felt the need to call me dad on his own. And I coached him not try to embed it in his mind. He did it on his own. And it touched me. And like, yo, it made me feel like, wow, I'm actually doing something right. Wow. That, first of all, I'm like fighting tears. Don't cry. <laughs> Hold it in, Melissa. No, no I'm fighting in. tears for real. Because that's so beautiful, y'all. Listen, the only reason why I say it meant so much to me because when I think about my three kids, I think about myself, my sister, and my brother. My dad went through this with my stepmother. And mm. I found myself in my mom, my stepmom's position mm. where that it's like she had to take in all three of us. Mm. When you say that, I feel like you're about to make a connection. So I'm not even going to ask. So matter of fact, continue on that. So, yeah. So, like, I honestly have placed myself in my stepmom position because it was a lot for her to take in all three of us. She had her own son, my older brother. Right? Mm -hmm. And my mom, my stepmom did more and taking in all three of us more than my dad took in her son. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm more in the position of my, my stepmom. Me and my brother and my sisters, we were terrorists. I ain't gonna hide that from nothing. We were young, <laughs> we were kids, and she came in when we were young. When I say young, like, I mean young. I remember in coming in when I was, had to have been like five years old. She'd been in our life that long. So she literally was the mother figure. When me and my brother wasn't on our, our school, she was on top of us. Now, no going outside. Y'all need to learn this because I'm not raising no dummies. And that's how I am with my kids. Jalen, courage, and damn sure honor. Honest to God. I want my kids to be better than me and I mean that wholeheartedly and I would never take offense if my sons ever if we ever have a disagreement and either one of them felt the need to say I'm better than you dad I'm like this that's how I raised you to be to be better than me and my stepmother was that for me when my stepmother when I brought Marissa to my parents house 
and say, hey, this is the woman I'm going to be with. And when I when we revealed that we were having our first biological son, after I introduced Jalen, say, hey, this is my first son, my stepmother was like this, I'm so proud of you. And I was like this, thank you. And she was like this, you don't know why I'm proud of you, but I'm going to tell you. And she told me, she's like this, because you're breaking the cycle. You are breaking the cycle of what your father went through in his life completely different from what you're doing and i am so proud of you and she said continue to do that because though you're your father's namesake you're not your father's story and what you're doing is completely different from what he does and he may not see it or if he does see he may see it as maybe you are better than him but he didn't teach you to be better than him as though you're going to teach your children to be better than you. And you're going to be accepting of that. That's how my mother, that's how, that's what she taught me. And when she taught me that, when we told him we were moving down here, the day we told her, we told him that, that's when she told me this. And I carry that through me every day. I want Jalen. I want courage and I want honor to be better than me and Marissa. Although we're busting our ass, mm -hmm. me and this woman, we're busting our ass for them. That's what I want for them. Because even when I'm at my job, I tell these motherfuckers, I don't work for y'all. I work for my kids. Mm. And when I say I work for my kids, mm. they're the ones who let me know what I need to do to make their lives better. And I will do that. First of all, <laughs> I was stuck at the step parent. Uh huh. You know, Reggie, on some G shit, I'm gonna be honest. I grew up with both parents. Mm -hmm. And I've witnessed people, you know, have, you know, bonus parents or step parents or whatever you decide. And some of their stories are great and some of their stories are, you know. But to hear how somebody come into your life, and plant a seed and be a pivotal or something so monumental to how you decide. Mm -hmm. Like, that is so amazing to me. And honestly, what I mean by that is, from my experience, and this is from my perspective, I feel like step-parents and bonus parents sometimes don't get enough credit. You know what I mean? Because, and I don't, and I'm not even going to say because, and I'm not even going to make excuses because there's no need for that. Mm -hmm. But it feels good just to hear that. Like you taking on a role, like when you meet a partner, when a partner meets you and they decide to respect or take you in or yeah. enjoy or invest in this relationship and they accept that you come with children and not only do they accept it, but they honor it. Well, That's I, beautiful. I can tell you this. I will never know that experience because I'm not a stepfather. Right. Jalen is mine. And I love that. I only say that because I, love I, 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 I got the chance to learn this boy. Yeah. And I enjoy every moment of new adventures that he comes up with. My greatest moment with him 
was when I told him how to ride his bike. Holy cow. That was like, my dad never told me how to ride my bike. My dad was like, all right, my dad, honestly, I do love my dad. And I honor and I respect all that he went through mm-hmm. because he, you know, the whole West Indian thing, Caribbean thing is like, they're so stern on how they are with relationships and especially how they open up to people. My dad never really opened up to us, but I saw how hard he worked to try and make things happen for us. Mm. So, but it never really worked in my dad's favor, but he had my aunts, my uncles, my grandparents to help him. So that's where we all leaned on to. So... With that, my uncle taught me how to ride my bike. Boy, that shit was a crazy-ass fucking story. (laughs) (laughs) And I would just break down a nutshell. On the bike, push, Push. and then you just ride around. (laughs) And then when you break, you got to figure out how to break. So that was it. Wait, what? That ass. That's how long. Look, in my mind, right now, so you almost died. Listen. (laughs) When, that's how I learned how to ride my bike. But then I, I got good at it. That's but awesome. that moment with Jalen, I remember it so vividly. We were at 40 Station. He had that brown and white shirt and black pants. He's like this. I'm, I'm like, this, yo, you ready to learn how to ride your bike without the training wheels? Because you're six years old now. You need to get that stuff off. All right, let's try it. And that's when he used to call me Reggie at the time. I was like, all right, let's do it. So I took the training wheels off. The first day was a flop. We didn't get it down pat. So then I was like this, we got to figure out how to do this. So then me and him, we went back upstairs in the apartment. Marissa was dealing with courage. And I was like this, how are we going to teach you how to ride your bike? Because I learned a different way. So he was like this, let's try YouTube. So we go on YouTube. And then we we watch this man teach his two kids how to ride their bike. We tried it the next day. And I was like, this Jalen, just keep pedaling. Keep pedaling. He's like, I'm going to keep pedaling. I'm going to keep pedaling. Yo, when he just kept saying, keep pedaling, keep pedaling, as he was pedaling, I was like, this, yo, I taught somebody how to do something. Oh, my mother. I was like, yo, I literally taught somebody how to do something. That right there for me was like, I'm actually a father. That's why I can tell you, I would never know the experience of a step parent because I don't see Jalen as a step kid. Mm. He may not have my blood. He may not carry my last name, but that boy is my son, regardless of anything. And even the day when I taught Jalen how to drive a car. You thought? I did. I told him how to drive a car. Like, we went outside to go play basketball, and I was like, this, yo, you want to learn how to drive? He's like, this, well, you taught me how to ride a bicycle, so I think I can learn how to drive a car. I was like, let's do it. Oh my God. And I told him, like, they're serious. What in the world? That, Reggie, that is such a blessing. That's such a blessing, y'all. It is. That is honestly such a blessing. It's so amazing to hear the language and hear the passion and the feeling of what that journey looked like. I know you set a lot of people free. I know you set me free. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be honest. You set me free with the idea of somebody can, you know, do something like that. Not to say that, you know, 
and my experience, my the father is very present, so yeah. prob- it's probably not going to be like exactly like that. Mm-hmm. But to know that there is someone who is willing, you know what I'm saying, to love your child like their own, exactly, is really a great feeling, y'all. To I, if I'm, I can't speak for everybody, but I know from my experience, that's one of the reasons why I'm very cautious. Yeah. I will deprive myself with from experiencing something like that in the sake of protecting my child from any oh, harm. So cool. it feels really good from a mother perspective, you know what I'm saying, who's I'm a single and a mom, but the dad is very present to know mm-hmm. that hey, don't and not don't, but there are people that are willing to play not play a role. But willing to love your child mm-hmm. like their own. Yeah. And that feels really thank you so much for that. I don't usually do that. I usually wait till the end or I usually wait in between yeah. recording to say something like that. But I appreciate that for real. I thank you for that. Because honestly, it, I remember it was just us three before we even found out that I was actually going to have my own biological kid. Mm. And that is a whole another moment for me that I will always cherish in the rest of my life. But it was just us three at first. And we were just, you know, having fun, kicking it. You know, I remember how we used to just go and pick up Jalen. And then we would just go home. Shit, I'll freaking... Every Friday used to be Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> Motherfucking mine was birthday cake. We makes and Marissa and Jalen was fan favorite. <laughs> and I was like, this ain't nothing really different. It's just fan favorite got more stuff than birthday cake. We was, but that was our thing. And then the day, oh my God, yo. The day Marissa actually told me I was that she was pregnant, blew my mind, yo. And I I don't say that lightly that something blows my mind because I'm the type of person, like, I'm a deep thought. Yeah. Like, I analyze the fucking shit out of everything. <laughs> oh, what's your sign? What's your sign? I'm a Capricorius. I'm born directly on the cusp. So it's a like, I'm a Capricorn and Aquarius. So I think heavy. Yo, that's wild. That's I am not alone. <laughs> So you said you don't take that lightly. So you, if you are overthinker, you also feel deeply. I do. I uh, when I say I feel deeply, it's like the feeling, whatever it is that if it's that much that impacts me, then I feel like it's actually touching my skin, and that's the really shit. So I think deeply. So the day when she told me that she was pregnant. I was on 42nd Street coming from work after being out there for hours. And I literally sprinted all the way to 34th Street and caught the express train to Windage. And I was like this, show me. <laughs> nah, I need evidence, babe. Show me. Are you serious? Five. Lined up, all equal. No oh way. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, 
Wait a second, because you know I'm I'm from New York. Mm-hmm. So you said you try to run from 42nd to 34th. So what you thought? You were Superman? I tried. I ran it. The peak train to Windage was 3.30. I had to have been on 42nd Street at 3.20. I literally caught that shit. I literally <laughs> caught that shit. Oh, so you was. You said it on an offline. So you really were in it. The Flash. I was determined to get to her. Wow. Because, like, I, know, I honestly God, I never thought that would have this. I honestly thought it was just going to be me, her, and Jalen. Just living and loving life. Excuse my language. Nah, you speak it out. <laughs> you know, this is no talk, right? What? Speak it out. But no, for real. But wow. not only expecting Jalen as my son before he even called me dad, because even as he was calling me Reggie, this is just like him trusting me and everything. But right. I still looked him as my son. If anything was to happen, I'd fuck a person up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when she told me that, I was like this. I, my heart literally expanded bounds that I've never thought it could expand. And it's like this, wow. I know I'm a father, but I'm an actual father to somebody who I'm bringing into this world. I had to run to my queen, yo. I like, my nickname for Marissa is my heavenly gorgeous goddess. And I, I've never stopped calling her that. Even when I get to work, I'd say, hey, I'm here, my heavenly gorgeous goddess. I love you. But I had to run to her. So I was like, this, yo, is this for real? Like, am I actually about to be a father, father, father? Five tests right there, all lined up, equal. I was like, this, wow. Who do I run to to talk to and ask advice and all this other stuff? The person I would I automatically thought was my uncle, but he's not here. At the time, he wasn't there. He he passed away years before, but he was my run-to, and him and Marissa share the same sign. They're both Gemini's. So it's like, I click with Gemini's, mm-hmm. and she is my best friend. My best friend, let alone my, my wife, the mother of my children, my confidant. Like, I had to run to her. But I didn't know who to seriously run to and ask advice from to talk to okay. and ask questions. Can I get up? Wait, so you find out you're about to have your biological son. In the back of your mind, you always thought it was going to only be three. Just y'all the mm-hmm. with the cold stones and all of that. And then you find yourself running to your goddess wife. And then you think, like, who can I run to for advice? And then you realize... Damn, the only person you really feel safe enough to run to advice is no longer there with you. Yeah. That's tough. It was, but, you know, I knew my uncle was with me regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I always, I always knew that any journey or anything that, that was going to be that impactful in my life, he was always going to be there to be like this, yo, you got this. Yo, you got this, man. Like, don't, 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 don't waver, don't fall, don't, don't buckle because you know what? This ain't, this ain't nothing but a hump. Mm-hmm. You gonna have to be a father, man. And then, like, at the moment when she told me that, I thought of him immediately, and I saw him, the excitement on his face. Mm-hmm. You know, when he passed, when my uncle passed, 
Because he was the one that taught me a lot, yo, between him and my grandfather. Because like I said, my dad, it was hard for him to deal with all three of us. So, you know, my summers were spent with my grandparents and my uncle was living there at the time. So, you know, we all just had fun growing up there and everything. So between learning the things, the life lessons from my grandfather and the life lessons from my uncle, they both were there at that defining moment of me learning I was going to be a father. And it was like their fatherly lessons they taught me just embraced me. And it was like this, yo, you, my uncle, and I felt my uncle and I heard him. He's like this, yo, you may have seen me and you may have learned me from the things that I may have done wrong, but take it as a life lesson. Mm. This is a woman who's going to be your everything. And you've always wanted to be completely a hundred for the woman who gave you your kids. This is her. Don't turn from this. This is you at a road where it's just going to continue to be great. So enjoy this ride because it's only going to get better from this point. And I felt him saying it. So that's what made me run so fast from 42nd Street. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm not saying this to just like, you know, this is no talk. This is your, I'm not doing that. Like, this is me. Y'all, I literally panting, sweating, looking like a madman in my, because I was delivering mail at the time, looking like a madman in my mail post office outfit, running to the train station just to get home to her. And then when I finally made it to her, like, the look on her face was like this. Are you okay? Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> like, what? I'm about to be a, a yeah. dad, 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 dad. And she was like, yeah, I mean, I got like four more tests. Like, look, <laughs> take them all. Let's see this shit. Like, yo, let's do it. So then when she did, I was like this, wow, yo. And then the whole ride to when it was his day to come was amazing. And... The day he actually came out, when it, that when that boy felt that cold air, <laughs> he was like this, uh, let me go back inside. <laughs> I remember the doctor was like, no, 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 you can't go back in. Because he kept, he was turning to go back inside. I was like, there's no courage. You got to come out, buddy. It's the name for me, though, Courage. I remember the day we even came up with that name. For real? I love your name. Yo, we were just, we were just... The the way it happened was, at first we thought Courage was a girl because we went for a sonogram. They said, oh, you're having a girl? I was like, cool, we're done, right? <laughs> but then we went to a 3D sonogram, and they were like, did y'all want to know what the sex is? They were like, this, we don't even know, but yeah, okay. Oh, you're having a boy? I was like, this, what? I thought we were having a girl. <laughs> but so then we were like this, all right, now we got to come up with a name for a boy. I was like this. I was like, this year, but then Marissa was like, what about courage? I was like, why not? No, courage is a beautiful name. It's a dope name. I love that name. I was like, I remember when y'all said the name was courage. I was like, courage, what? Yeah. But you know, when I think about it, courage wasn't an accident. Courage was asked for. And you know, I had to do the thing to give her what she wanted. You know, I, you know, that, I remember that, that day and everything, 
it was just, to me, every moment with my woman is just magical. Mm. And I take it with stride. Like, I wholeheartedly appreciate everything that is about her. And I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and boast about my woman throughout this whole interview. I, don't even dim that down. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. I know every woman is like, yes, boast about your woman, because I no, am. No. But, no, but no, listen, I know yes. when, 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 when it comes to a man to talk about their life struggle and everything, they're going to talk about how it was hard for them being in the streets and all that. Like, I could tell you stills about that. Right. Even when, right after high school, how, you know, I lived in Queens, how I lived in Brooklyn, how, you know, even at one point I was at odds with the people I was living with and I fucking slept on the subway for like the whole week and shit. I could tell you stories about that, but no. I want to. I do want to talk about how the person who honestly turned my life around, who gave me kids, was my woman and stuff. Like she really was a huge impact on my life. So when it came to us having our first kid, the first interaction I had with Jalen was the first day I met him, and we were just sitting in the parking lot at Target, and I was like, "This, what do you like to do?" And he told me, oh, I like to play with my toys. I like to watch this. And I thought, I'm like, oh, cool. So one day, me and you could sit down and watch it. He was like this, okay, Reggie, we could do that. And I was like this, let's do it. And then to the point of me having my first kid, my first son, and watching my son be born, it was like moments like that I never thought I would have. So to be thankful to have the person who put her body spirit, mind to accept me for who I am and to give me my own child, let alone let me embrace or let her own child from somebody else embrace me as their father was monumental to me. And I I hold on to it. I really do. And that is my drive every day. That's what drives me to get up, to do all that I do every day. And I love being a father because it's like this, yeah, my kids drive me crazy. And they make me laugh (laughs) because all three of them have their own personalities. And I love watching it. What was it like finding out you was about to have a daughter? The only reason I ask is I remember when I came for one of Marissa's events, this is when your house was built and stuff. She was like, girl, he's trying to have a third child. I ain't trying to have kids. I'm trying to travel. I was like, but if I have a third child, it better be a girl because I'm done after this. Listen. And leading up to that moment, experiencing the, uh, you know, the gender reveal and then it, a beautiful honor. I I probably fast forward real quick. But what was that like for you? Because that was amazing for me. And I was just on the outside. <laughs> I thought it was dope. <laughs> even to the day, like, because I even remember Marissa just kept asking me, why isn't my period here yet? <laughs> <laughs> Not to put my baby business out there like yeah, that. Yeah, you could. But, I, listen, I had to give the dumb answer, like, it's going to come, baby. You know, maybe, you know, your cycle's just changing. And then she's like... <laughs> It better be Reggie. So then, you know, it got to the point, like, she knew she was pregnant. And then when she was like this, it better not be another boy, Reggie, because courage is enough. I was like this, oh, 
if it is, we gotta love it for how you know the baby is. <laughs> but I think my heart must have skipped. You know, like how you take that rock and you skip it on yeah. the river. My heart did that. Really? When we saw the pink, I was like, oh, "I'm gonna be a father to a girl, you and she's to be the a baby." To the girl, you about to be a father to the girl. <laughs> that pink, I ain't even gonna lie. When you said it, I was like, "Nah, that was so epic." I was screaming. Yeah. You know, one thing I like I said earlier one time to you. One thing I love about Marissa, one of her most incredible traits about her, she foresees things. Like, mm. she really does foresee things. Like, she would tell me, babe, you know, although you say, yeah, you want to invite this person, I really see what's going to happen. And it's like, Marissa knows, like, the one thing I love about her also is that she listens to me. Like, I love owls. So Marissa went and bought me three owls one time. And it was for the Christmas tree. She's like, there's, you know, these are ornaments that we can have and share with the kids and everything. So she got three owls, two male owls and a girl owl. I was like this. I was like this. That's okay. I got two male owls and a girl owl. I was like, we ain't got no, another baby and everything. And then one day, like the day when she was like, you know, when she was pregnant again, I was like this. Yeah, I'm at work. And then she was like this, yo, do you want to know, do you want me to go find out what the sex is? I was like, this, no, let's wait till the gender reveal and everything, yo, because I want to be surprised. I don't want to know before people. I really want to be surprised to what it is. She's like, all right. So when we did the gender reveal and then we saw the pink, yo, my mind immediately jumped back to when she bought those three owls. I was like this, two boys and a girl owl. And I was like this, wow, she saw that. She ain't even probably noticed that she saw that. Either. You know what I'm saying? Right. She saw that. And I was like this, yo, when 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 Anna was born, and I watched my little girl come into this world, yo, and then I did the skin to skin with her. I looked at Marissa, and then, you know, when she was finally coming to after everything, and she was just, you know, feeling better, I was like this, yo, you remember those three hours? She was like this, yeah, I do. It was two male hours and a girl hour. I was like this, yeah. She was like this, yeah, because I saw that we were going to end up having a girl. I was like this, yo. I can never leave you. I will never leave you. Because I was like this, what do you see for us? She was like this, prosperity, wealth, happiness, longevity. I was like this, are you just saying that to say that? She's like this, no, that's what I actually see. I was like this, how do you see me as a father? Amazing. So, I have two incredible boys. Absolutely incredible. And I have an amazing daughter. And all three of them are smart. And like I said at the beginning of this interview, I pray to God that they are better than both of because before me, my parents couldn't do what me and this woman is doing for our kids. And I only want them to do a thousand times more for the kids than what we did. Mm.
I love being a father, yo. This is like, to me, this is like the most amazing thing I could seriously say that I have embarked in my life. And I would never turn away from it. Nothing could ever make me turn away from what I have here. Period. Yo, it sounds like freedom. Sounds like love. It sounds like steadfast. You know, when they be like, stay steadfast. It just sounds like you guys are living, you guys embodied what God was saying about love and and the power of that unity. Definitely. And I really feel, I really feel like God has really placed his hand on us because it's like one in a million chance that this could honestly happen to somebody like me. And I honestly tell Marissa, like, I'm the lucky one. Like, literally. Like, you could have been with anybody else, but I'm the lucky one. And I will never squander that. Like, seriously. Woo! This is so beautiful. <laughs> it feels so good. Like, as a woman sitting across from a man and sitting across from all of these men, and just hearing their perspective and their level of appreciation for a woman is beautiful. It's like one of those things that, you know, and it's, I'm so grateful to see that you do it so often, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes getting those reminders that you are appreciated. I think mm-hmm. Tupac got a song like that, right? It's like, yeah, thank you for that, mm-hmm. you know, because it is. It's amazing. Women are powerful. You guys are powerful too. Don't get me wrong. For a man to be, to take on those things and just handle their business and to be who they are Mm -hmm. while trying to figure out themselves, figure out life, be a father, be a man. You guys are amazing too. And I just love hearing because I often, I'm a woman, Mm -hmm. so I hear it often from a woman them appreciating their man you know exactly i love to hear that like when women do it's like but it's common for me because i am a woman i'm around women Mm -hmm. but when i hear it from a man it's like i knew y'all had it in y'all i really hope it inspires (laughs) more men you know what i'm saying to to love your woman out loud listen love your goddess out loud how how i see it is like i'm a pit bull and Marissa is the one who seriously got me from the adoption agency as a pup. So I learned her scent. Me growing as the big purple, I'm going to be aggressive to anybody who's trying to come into my home. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? If you're trying to break up what I have, yeah, I'm a bite. I'm not no bark and I'm a little bite. No, I'm a bite. I'm a big bark and I'm a big bite. So, with my family, honestly, Melissa, I cherish it. Mm. When I go to work, me and Marissa are on the phone with each other. We pray. What? Every morning we pray. We, well, Marissa had found this um, angel protection prayer. And I learned it and I revamped it into where it's, I put my name, her name, and our kid's name in. You, our fans and family, 
Even my enemies. I pray for my enemies in this prayer every day. Whether it be somebody who I know who dislikes me or somebody who knows that I'm with this woman and wish they were with her. Like, seriously, I pray for my enemies because why hate? But your hate is fueling me to be great. So, yes, I pray for my enemies. And the more I continue to pray and I pray with my woman while she's on the phone listening to me pray before I say, and God we trust or amen, I say, my goddess, do you have anything to add? And I'll let her add and say what she wants to pray and then we say amen and go about our day. And we do the same thing every night. We pray because if it wasn't for God, none of this would be possible. I wouldn't have Jalen. I wouldn't have courage. No, I wouldn't have honor. And I wouldn't have Marissa. So that's why I thank the two important entities in my life, God and Marissa, for allowing me to be the man I am today by being a great father, a great provider, and a great man to my best friend. That's powerful, y'all. Yeah. That's so powerful. A union made by God. Amen. And I hold that wholeheartedly. So how I see it, and I think it was Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle had said something that freaking just like blew my mind. And he was saying something about how cowards laugh at the superhero for being great. So when the superhero stumbles, the cowards are the first one online laughing at the superhero for, for stumbling. But the superhero never falls. So I consider myself that superhero. I have stumbled, but I never fell. I never fell because I had my woman hold me up like yo you got this you're never gonna fall so i'm never gonna fall with me being with her and me being the man i am to my amazing kids and i'm always gonna be that type of person and you know what i shout out to every father out there the ones who are there because not every man who's a father is a father All right, Reggie. So you're just going to be out here just stepping on people's toes? Is that what we doing? <laughs> if anybody takes it like that, then they know where their part is in life. Mm, because you know what? I'm a father to three kids. Two of them are actually my biological own. One is somebody who I'm over to be a man better than me. Mm. So, yes, I have three great kids and I'm a father to all three of them. Mm. And I'll continue to be that. And all the men who are in my shoes or who actually have all of their children, that's their children, they can contest to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I would be at my tiredest moment and I would never be too tired to answer Jalen, to answer, to play with courage. Because courage would ask me a thousand times in the <laughs> From the time I get in the door before I even take a shower, Daddy, can you play with me? Oh, no, we are encouraging the recording. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I will always make time for my kids, even when everybody's sleeping and Anna just decide at 2 o'clock in the morning, she bursts out, I want to start crying. I get up while Marissa's knocked out and go tend to her. Because I'm going to be that type of person. Like, 
I think this part of our podcast is going to be your favorite part then. What's that? Right now, towards the end, we always give the parents. Mm-hmm. It, used to, it started off, honestly, with just let's hear from dads, right? Because okay. of the hip-hop culture. But I like the, you know, I love the freestyles. I love that part of our hip-hop culture, our rap culture. We got hot, you know, <laughs> hot 16. But I also love the idea of sharing your heart with your children. Yeah. You know? And just giving them an open letter, an opportunity to hear how they made you feel. Or, you know, how they made you feel, how you feel about them, whatever. However you want to receive that. But this is the open mic opportunity for you to do an open letter to your children. To okay. whomever you feel inspired to do it to. It's... It's open. Well, I can't say that I'm inspired by just one. All three of them inspired me. Mm. So this is my open letter to Jalen, Courage, and Honor. You three truly remind me of how I was when I was a child. To see you guys laugh be jovial, have fun, and have no care in the world because you know mommy and daddy is always going to make sure you have it. I want you to know that every day I will get up as y'all all are sleeping and come and kiss you on your foreheads to let you know that I love you, I will protect you, and no matter how old you get, I will always, me and mommy, will do everything to make sure you have it. You guys are my joy. You guys are my everything. And I am eternally blessed to have this moment with you. Because this was not something I thought could happen for me. Mm. And to know I have it, I'm never going to let it go. Jalen, when you hit 40, which I'm about to be, and if you hear this, just know I'm speaking from the heart. I love you, son. And you honestly made every day a joyful moment for me watching you become the person you are. Courage, you are me wholeheartedly. Your energy, your spirit, your abrasive attention seeking is me (laughs) and I love it and honor you are your mother a hundred (laughs) times so if I can deal with you just know I get it because I deal with your mother and your mother is amazing so you are amazing all three of you have made my life absolutely incredible and I would never, in a million years, trade this for anything. If I could do this over again, I definitely will. Hands down. 